you're listening to season three of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a confidence and career coach, I am a huge believer that success is strongly linked to having a positive mindset. My mission is to empower ambitious women like you to gain the confidence to smash your goals and keep progressing in your career. In this series, I will be sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you get ahead in your career. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, my ambitious ladies, and welcome back to season three. I've missed you all, and do you know what? I've actually really missed producing my podcast. So here we are. We are now officially, in my opinion, in Christmas season. I've had such a busy couple of months in my business, particularly within November, actually. I've been having a huge push on the corporate side, and I've done some events to reach more organisations in the UK, which has been marvellous. For those of you who may be new to the podcast or not aware, I have two sides to my business. The first side is where I provide one-to-one private coaching for women who want to improve in confidence in either one or many areas of their lives, really. And I work with women who know they've got more potential, but for some reason feel as though they are holding back or they could be stuck not knowing exactly what they want, which I think we've all been there. The second side is that I work within organisations promoting female empowerment and career progression. I have a group coaching programme that I deliver to women who are keen for that next step up, but maybe lack the confidence and positive mindset to articulate this to their senior colleagues, which again is so, so common. I've also been doing some speaking. I contacted some schools in the local area. And really what I wanted to do was get into schools, particularly sort of around sixth form age, and really spread my message about how important building confidence is. I have to say, this has been hugely rewarding And it's meant that I've done things like assembly takeovers and delivered workshops, which has really helped me to reach the maximum amount of young people that I can. While I was doing this, I realised that if I'd have understood more around the power of mindset from a younger age, things would have looked a lot different for me. Now, in hindsight, of course, I don't ever regret my journey or any stage of my life, but I definitely felt empowered to try and change things for a small portion of a younger generation. So that's what I've been up to. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm fully embracing the Christmas period this year. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you might realise that this is a bit of a common theme for me this year. Specifically in 2021, I've really been embracing each sort of season in the year to make the most of it. I'm really enjoying just celebrating every possible opportunity Um, and definitely seeing a big upturn in not just my energy, actually, the energy in my household since I've started making these decisions. So when I say celebrate, I'm not talking about popping champagne every day, but, you know, great day at work, celebrate. Smashed a gym session, celebrate. 
And even if I do something really small, or might seem small, but you can never be too sure. But if I've crept out of my comfort zone a little bit more, like you bet I am going to celebrate because why not? I would definitely encourage you to adopt this mindset if it feels good to you. I have to admit, it might feel a bit silly or superficial at first, but the celebrations don't have to be huge. You could treat yourself to an extra nice coffee on the way to work maybe, or have a bit more of a lie-in than you usually do. Maybe you could go for an impromptu midweek meal. I'm really funny about eating out midweek, actually. I always feel like meals out should be for the weekend. But quite recently, we've really enjoyed some just random midweek meals. Um, So that's been lovely. Another way you can celebrate is things like high-five yourself in the mirror or have a mad five minutes of dancing in your lunch break. Okay, I'm beginning to sound more and more crazy here, but I am a happy, crazy person, so I don't mind. (laughs) Anyway, back to today's episode, which is episode 31 of Achieve With Me. (laughs) Can't believe it. Um, And the topic of today's podcast is all about appreciating your customer. Now, I am, of course, referring to an element of appreciation within your career. So, that's typically where your customers come from. Now, if you're sat here thinking, well, in my department, we don't deal directly with customers. We just support teams internally. Well, that's your answer. Whoever you help within your role is your customer. So if you work in a retail store um, or a supermarket or something, you know, it's quite obvious who your customer is. If you work in a care home, the people that you care for are your customers. And if you work as a PA or an executive assistant, some sorts of roles, your boss is your customer. I won't go on forever, but hopefully you get the gist. So hopefully you've now identified who your customer is within your role. Some of you also might be thinking of a particularly difficult customer (laughs) and thinking, hang on a minute, they should be thanking me, not the other way around. Try to think of this from another perspective. Without them, you wouldn't have a job. Now, it might not be an overnight thing. You might think pedantically, oh, well, if they weren't there, somebody else would be. But really, if anyone's customers weren't there, you know, nobody would be able to continue to conduct their business Actually, so often we don't even tend to realise the importance that we personally can play in keeping our customers happy. And there was a study actually by the Rockefeller Corporation that said 82% of customers will actually walk away from a business if they feel uncared for. So whether you work for a huge organisation or you maybe have your own business and you're a sole trader... It's important to remember that customers are basically our lifeline. Also, putting in the work consistently to show your customer that they are appreciated means that if something does go wrong one day, which happens, doesn't it? Whether it's an accounting error or a missed email or just a point-blank mistake that you've made... 
if you are putting in that work consistently to show your customer they're appreciated, they are more likely to understand that accidents do happen and not going to think straight away that you just plain and simply do not care. So whilst I was sort of preparing for this episode, I began reflecting on two things. The first thing was how I've shown my customers that I care in the past. And to be honest, still in the present now. So I often go over and above where possible and ensure that I speak to them with respect and sincerity at all times. I think sincerity is so underrated because you could have somebody, let's say somebody in a shop that looks at you with just nothing behind their eyes and says, how are you? And I hope you have a good day. But if you can tell they don't mean it, you just think, why have you bothered saying that? So sincerity, being sincere, having sincerity behind every intention that you make is so powerful. I also, I take the time to ensure that we both understand each other clearly. And where possible, I always summarise everything in writing for my customers. Because one thing that I am quite clear on is that We often have different perceptions of what's occurred or what's been said. So I always just summarise everything to make sure that if there are any misinterpretations of something that perhaps I've understood or they've understood, they've got that platform to say, actually, no, what I meant was this. And so they feel heard and they feel understood. And then I suppose another thing that I do, which I know that my clients now appreciate is... I always make the effort to turn up to each interaction with my customers with enthusiasm and patience as well. So I think that's really important, you know, to feel that somebody wants to be there. And I do always want to be there. I genuinely do. I also began reflecting on what's happened to me in my past where I've been the customer and where I felt really appreciated And so I suppose the first things that cropped up were, you know, things like getting thank you cards and boxes of chocolates at Christmas. I actually remembered um, one time I bought a candle from Etsy and it had little crystals in and and some dried flowers. It's absolutely beautiful. And when they sent it, they'd popped in some free wax melts as a bonus. And I thought that is just so lovely. But the things that really mattered to me and mattered most to me were, to be honest, prompt communication and honest communication and really feeling like I was seen and understood. Because there's nothing worse than when, you know, let's say somebody is being prompt with their communication, but they just don't seem to understand how you're feeling and what any of your frustrations might be. So I definitely think that 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 goes a really, really long way. So, with these reflections in mind, I've collated my top eight ways that you can show appreciation to your customer. So, hopefully, at least one of these will be relevant to the industry or the environment that you work in. Number one is send a handwritten thank you note. If you think about it, nearly everything that we read or consume is digital these days. So, it's actually a great way to stand out but also prompt a bit of nostalgia around opening letters or birthday cards 
Number two, share a free resource that you know might be of interest. This could literally be a link to an article that's relevant to their industry or perhaps their personal interests, but it shows that you've really thought about them. Number three, use positive and appreciative language. So when we think about words like grateful or I'm pleased to help or you're so welcome when they say thank you to you or, you know, we understand and appreciate your comments. Anything like that that really uses words that that genuinely show that you do care. And you might think that you do already and perhaps you do but remember my analogy about you know the person in the shop where they just say something with nothing behind the eyes and you know they don't really mean it so whilst number three is all about using positive and appreciative language if you are face to face or over the phone where they can hear you really try and put some emphasis behind it as well number four recognize milestones you know what it's like when you go into work on your birthday? <laughs> well, back when we were all in the office, and you kind of strut in, really secretly hoping that everyone's going to remember that it was your birthday. <laughs> well, let's say a customer has been with you for a year. It only takes a couple of seconds to acknowledge that via email and just to assure them that it hasn't gone unnoticed. And the thing is as well, a lot of business, most businesses, to be honest, have really sophisticated CRM systems, so customer relationship management systems, that could probably send reminders to you to do this or even automate the process altogether. So really think about just getting a message out to them to say, gosh, I can't believe it's been a year since we've been working together. We really, really appreciate your custom or, you know, we really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Just to really show them that you have remembered. Number five, provide a cheeky little discount code. Everybody wants to feel as though they're getting something a bit exclusive. And also, If you can offer a discount on something and it prompts them to then buy something further from you, win-win. Number six, be human and ask human questions. So I was in sales for over 12 years, as I think some of you know, and a lot of the time when I was contacting people over the phone, we'd have this same exchange at the beginning of every phone call. It's like, how are you? Yeah, good, are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. And then maybe we might talk about the weather or something else. But try and mix it up from the usual and try and make it personal. So, you know, actually think in advance what you're going to say. You could say, so obviously there's loads of stuff about masks being introduced again for example in the UK this week so you could say how has the mask wearing affected you recently or how has the recent storm that we've had affected you recently have you been okay and really just show that you're thinking about things that have occurred that could have affected them you could say something like are your kids excited for Christmas or school or Easter there's always something to ask about A lot of the time as well, customers will just cite that they are 
busy all the time, busy, busy, busy. So before they do say this, you could also try asking them, what's been keeping you busy this week? And what happens then is it actually prompts them to think about this. Think, yeah, what what specifically have I been busy with? And then they relay it back to you. And to be honest, with this sort of question, you're much more likely to find something new about them in that exchange than you are than, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, are you? To just think about personalising a little bit. Number seven is give a freebie. Now, depending on your industry or your line of work, this won't always be possible. But whether you're giving a free box of chocolates or maybe doing something outside of your normal working hours, if this is appropriate, we all love getting something for nothing. And especially when it's something unexpected as well. So don't just kind of dismiss it and think, oh, well, we don't do, you know, products or we don't do anything like that think about something that you could do that's unexpected that they haven't asked for because I guess that's equivalent to a freebie right and number eight which is the final point is see if you can bend the rules now there's nothing worse than when you're asking for something that kind of feels pretty simple to you And you're just being greeted with, sorry, that's against policy, or we just can't do that. I accept that rules are there for a reason, and policies have to be adhered to, I understand that. But a lot of the time, we don't actually look to see if what our customer wants is possible. Maybe you need to just call in a favour or pull some strings, but there's usually something that you can do rather than just not trying. Again, of course, it's going to be really important to run it past your line manager and ensure that you've got the relevant permissions. But take the time to explain their situation and ask for a favour if if that's possible. Because, you know, I wouldn't advise that you do this for everybody, but if you've got really important clients, maybe reserve this one for them and just really think about, how you could help them in a situation and they will 100% remember that in the future. So that is it for my first episode of season three. Whilst it's the first episode, it's also episode 31 just to help us keep track. But I really hope that I've sparked some ideas as to how you can show your appreciation for your customers more, especially around this sort of festive period when it's all about giving and showing love. Now, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do, as you'll be notified when new episodes come along live. If you are new, the episodes usually are posted Friday morning at 8am. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave me a rating and a review. It takes one second to do it, but it is very much greatly appreciated. See what I did there? Positive language. Have a wonderful day and I will see you for the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. If you like what you heard, please do leave a rating and a review. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can find me at Rachel Harriet Coaching. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.